Welcome to another episode of You Are Loved. I am your host, Alita, and I want you guys to take time out to check us out on our Facebook page, which is You Can't Clip My Wings, and also our website at youcan'tclipmywings.com. Thank you again for listening to You Are Loved. And do remember, you are truly loved. Good morning, good morning, good morning, you guys. I just wanted to stop by and give you a word of wisdom and inspiration. You know, life has a habit of finding a way to either disappoint us, motivate us, inspire us, Or make us feel like we do not want to be here anymore. Yes, that's what life does to us. And you know, the saying is, life is what you make it. Life is your life, not life in general, but your life in in particular is what you make it. What you put in it is what you're going to get out. If you don't put anything in your life, there's nothing going to come out of it. If you put things in your life, you have to be careful with the things you do that you, you have to be careful of the things that you choose to put in your life. You know, we could, um, live a life of strife and drama and negativity, or we can live a life of positive positivity motivational. We can live a life of good things. Or we can live a life and we can live a life that inspires others. And sometimes that's hard to do. Because there are times in this life that we live or our lives in particular we find ourselves picking and choosing people in our lives that are not good for our lives. Um, Let me say that again. We pick and choose people in our lives that are not really good for our lives. So if you're a person who wants to see great things happen in your life, but the people that you have surrounded yourself with have no motivation, are not trying to be that um, good thing in your life. You have to know when to release those people out of your life. And sometimes that in itself is very hard to do because we get attached. We get used to, we get accustomed to these people that are not good for us or good for our life. Um, We call them toxic people. We call them negative people. 
but they, believe it or not, and this might sound crazy, but believe it or not, they serve a purpose. Negative people in your life serve a purpose. They're either going to inspire you or they're going to destroy you. You're like, okay, how does that happen? Um, explain that to me. A negative person in your life is either or is either going to inspire you to be a better person or they're going to bring you down with you with them. They're going to either inspire you to be better despite or in spite of, or they're going to bring you down to their level. Now, I know it's not easy to get this feeling of, okay, I'm moving on with my life. I need to leave you alone. That's not easy. None whatsoever, especially when you have a bond with that person. That person can be your husband. That person could be your wife. It could be your cousin. It could be somebody, that, your sister, your brother. Anybody in your life that has been in your life, who plays a very special part of your life. And no matter what you say or do, they can't see sunshine. They can't see the motivation. They can't see all the things that you see. So what do you do? You can talk to them about it. You can even show them how great things are going in your life. And guess what? They still won't see it. Because they're serving a specific purpose in your life. When I look back on my life and the people that have been in my life, and I'm talking about my mother, I'm talking about my sisters, um, because I didn't know my father, so there was not really any male um, authoritative um, presence in my life as a young lady, as a young girl. I literally, and I truly can say this, I be, grew up in the military. When I say I grew up in the military, that's when I was able to pay attention to how I carried myself, the things that I shouldn't say and the things that I should say. As a woman, because I went in the military as a single mother, okay, I was 20 when I went in, when I got out, I knew I went in as a naive little girl and I came out as a woman. So what raised me was the military. The military literally raised me. Um, when I say naive, <clears throat> I was already a mother. So I wasn't naive on that point. I was naive in how to cope with life how to cope with rejection, how to cope with things don't go your way. 
and how to even be an inspiration when I didn't even realize I was being an inspiration. I was clueless of what I was doing as a 20-year-old. I was clueless. You know, if you've grown enough to have a kid, you've grown... No, I was not prepared for what happened to me in the military. I was totally not prepared. I was not prepared for portrayal, backstabbing, um, being treated differently. I was not prepared for that because I came from the comfort of a mother who smothered me, and, and I'm saying this not in a negative way, but in a positive way, in a positive way, that didn't really want me to grow up. But I had no other choice because I was a mother myself. So I couldn't be that person where I couldn't grow and learn from my life experiences during that time. From the time I had my son to the time I actually went into the military. He was 18 months old. So I only had 18 months to spend with my son, actually less than that, because I had to go through basic training in AIT. So that took a little bit more time away from me raising him. So that crucial time in his life that I should have been there, I decided to go into the military because I had already planned to go into the military prior to me getting pregnant. So I wind up on the delayed entry program. So the delayed entry program says later down the line, you're going to come in. So I had to make sure I was prepared, physically prepared to come into the military during that time. And during that time, I had met somebody and I was actually going to get married and move away. That was my plan. See, I already had a plan B. If plan A wouldn't have worked out, plan B was already in the making. It was already there. So because of that, and because I went back to plan A, plan A was still there, I went on to pursue plan A. I was truly not really ready for plan A. I wasn't. But I took plan A and I worked plan A. And a lot of things happened during that plan A time. It really did. Um, I went through postpartum depression. Um, and I didn't know back then that's what it was. Um... I almost, I don't want to say I hit rock bottom mentally and emotionally, but I was not prepared for what happened to me during that time. I was totally not mentally or emotionally prepared for what I went through, not only in basic training, but in AIT, which is our advanced 
um, individual training. That's where you go to the school for the specialized MOS, which is your military occupational skill that you choose or whatever when you take your test and whatever you score on that test in that category is mo mainly where you will go and do that job or that would be the MOS that you would fit into. I was not prepared for the postpartum depression at all. But it made me stronger. It made me aware. It made me do things that I was not prepared to do. And what made it even worse is that during that time, I met a wonderful bunch of wonderful young ladies. And when it was time for AIT, basic training, AIT, and all those people wound up going all these different places, and I wind up going a whole nother direction, I got depressed again. Because I didn't have what we call our tribe with me. And I had a hard time dealing with that. So in and out of my experiences with people coming in and out of my life over and over again, good, bad, those were lessons that I had to learn. And when I finished, finally finished with my AITs, <coughs> excuse me, and I wind up going to Germany, it started all over again. I had to re-meet people all over again. Before that, when I went through my graduation from basic training, I had a great opportunity um, that the guy that I dated, who was there for me, who was not my son's father, but he was there for me. He brought my son up for me to see him during graduation. And you know what? I only got to see my son for one day. No, for the weekend. So it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I only got to see my son for two days during that time. And then I was shipped off to Germany. So do you see all these different roller coasters, different things, people in and out, in and out of your life, positive, negative, drama, not drama, seriousness. You have all these different elevations and all this stuff going on in your life. Um, and you think to yourself like, wow. And when you look back at your life and, and I'm, I sometimes can reflect with the things that I remember in my life. I can reflect and see where I was to where I am now. So those people that were negative in your life played a very important part in your life. Because for me, they motivated me to be better in all the things that I didn't think I could be better in. One of my greatest 
accomplishments for me during my military time was when I earned my PT patch. That means I scored a 300 points on my PT test. Never in my time I had been in the military that I had ever done that. That was one of my greatest accomplishments for me, personally. Because I am not going to say I am a physical person, but during that time, I was a physical person, and I scored a 300 on my PT test and earned my PT patch. Now, I'm not saying... A lot of people hadn't done that. But for a little old black, big nose, big lip girl (coughs) that was born in New York, but was raised, was born in New York, but was from Louisiana. I know that sounds crazy. To come in and pass a PT test like that, with a score that high, was amazing for me. It took me over the moon. I had my PT t-shirt on, and I wore it, and I was happy, and I had my PT patch on my t-shirt. I was just proud as I could be. That was one of the greatest accomplishments for me. And I couldn't do that if I didn't have people who were not only negative in my life, but positive also, that made me move forward, that made me a better person, that made me feel proud of myself, that I hit that mountain and took off and got that and earned that. To me, that is the greatest for me. I can't speak for anybody else because I never thought that I could do that is to earn a PT patch. And I know there's a lot of people like, I could do that with my eyes closed. Yeah, but you're not me. So when I look back and reflect, because, you know, it's good to reflect And I look back at my life and I look at the things and the people that I've met. And sometimes I love to go back and listen to how other people saw me. Because, you know, we look at ourselves and, you know, we go through our lives and, you know, we deal with everything. But when you look at your life through what someone else says about you and how they interpret and saw you, it's either going to be disheartening. Or it's going to make you proud. And one thing I know for sure. That most people that I knew. And I interacted with. Would always say. You always say what's on your mind. And I never thought I I was that type of person. You never hold back. You say exactly what's on your mind. And I almost felt like that was something negative. But what I didn't realize was that's a very positive thing because you're not afraid to speak out. 
Now, what comes out of my mouth doesn't necessarily mean that it is the Bible and it's the truth. And it's inspiring all the time. That's not true because I would be lying. Because I find myself complaining just as much as I motivate and inspire. And that's something I have to work on. Because I have so much to be thankful for. Even with some of my regrets. Those regrets taught me something. So everything negative in your life doesn't have to be something bad. It could either demotivate you or it's going to motivate you. It's how you choose or how you perceive to take it. And if you don't take time out and do a, a, I mean, really, really look at your life because you can't remember everything that happened to you and you can't remember your reaction to everything. I mean, there might be people with photogenic memories and can remember that. I'm not one of those people. I barely keep up with the days. I barely keep up with the activities of my days. So when my husband says to me, you remember we did that? We did this, and I'm like, baby, I do not remember that. Well, we did, you know. So he's trying to convince me of something that I can't remember happened. And it might have been something very impactful, but I can't remember it. But there are spurts when I can remember different things. And how did I react to those different situations that happened in my life? My greatest achievements, my not so great achievements, things that I did, things that I was embarrassed that I did. Um, one thing I can truly say and to think about that I did that was embarrassing to me and my ego <laughs> was a time when I was trying to impress a guy that I liked when I was in the military. And matter of fact, when I was at Fort Rucker, yeah, that was at Fort Rucker. And I was competing with a girl that he was actually dating at the time. So we were on a track. So I wanted to show her that I could outrun her. Right? So I get up there. And we get down and we got people around us. And, oh, y'all going to do, y'all going to race. So we get up to go race. So you know how you get down. And you you know how you you get down and you launch forward to go forward to run. I fell on my knees in front of everybody. I was going to prove to her that I was a better woman than she is. And he deserved me and not her. And I fell flat on my face. And my knee killed me. Okay? I was so embarrassed. Okay? And they laughed at me. And I had to laugh at myself. But I laughed out of embarrassment. Not because 
I was laughing with him, I was embarrassed. And he was standing up there looking at me. And he came over and he said, are you all right? I said, yeah, I'm fine. But I couldn't run. And she even, you know, came in because we worked together. But I knew he was liking her and I liked him. That's an embarrassing moment. I could say that is a a negative moment in my life, but actually it wasn't. It made me realize <laughs> that I don't need to compete for no man. That's what it made me realize. I got something out of that. A lesson to learn. I don't need to compete for no man. It's not necessary. I'm not built to do that. And I didn't want to do that. But I found myself in this competitive mode to show him how much better I am. And I was older than the young lady. So I chalked that up and kept moving forward. I wind up dating him for a minute, but I realized that all that I did was useless because he wasn't lessons learned, wasn't all that he said he was. I learned from that. But it didn't stop me from continually doing some crazy, other crazy things um, <laughs> and learning from those things too, the negative things and moving forward in my life. But when I talk military, I'm talking about the things that took place during the time after basic training, my AIT graduation, and moving forward into being a permanent party person. Now, those are very much so lessons I learned. I have so many more lessons. And if you want to listen to some of the things that I talk about, you can check me out over on HAPS under my name. It's H-A-A-P-S. Um, you can, um, yeah, you can check me out over there on my link. It is a great platform um, that I literally do live videos on. And um, you can check that out for me. You can go to our website at You Can't Clip My Wings. You can also check me out on our Facebook page, which is You Can't Clip My Wings. Um, and definitely enjoy some of the blogs I write. I am not the greatest writer on earth, but I do attempt to do that. Um, but you can check out my motivational, inspirational things that I try to do to, mo to motivate people to be better than what they are. So, I am going to go ahead and step away. Thank you guys for letting me hang out with you this morning. Um, I am on a mission. And um, I want you guys to have a great day. Um, this is Salita. And um, as I said before, you are truly loved. 
Uh, let's see here. And I, I want you guys to do something great today. Okay? All right? for listening in to another episode of You Are Love. Don't forget to join us on our Facebook page at You Can't Clip My Wings and also check out our website at youcan'tclipmywings.com Thank you again for listening in and always remember You Are Love.